Joining us for sports from the Yonhap News Agency, Big U, Yuji Ho. Hello. Hi, good morning. Good morning. You've been up. Um, you've not had a lot of sleep, so uh, let's get it started. The MLB season is underway, and uh, in the wee early hours of the morning, at 2.05 a.m., you were watching Toronto Blue Jays ace Yu Hyunjin take the mound against the New York Yankees at Yankee Stadium. So this was his third straight opening day start. Good for him. Um, what happened in this game? How did it go? Well, the good guys won. Uh, the Blue Jays winning oh. three to two in in ten innings uh, over the Yankees at, at Yankee Stadium. Rian Jin taking a no decision in this one, giving up two runs on four hits uh, and a, and a walk in five and a third innings. Both of those runs that came on a two run homer by Gary Sanchez in the second inning. Uh, Rio settled down after that, didn't give up any more run after that. Uh, he left the game with a score tied at two two, and reliever Tyler Ch- Tyler Chetwood kept it that way in the sixth inning. And the bullpen did uh, Yeoman's work, uh, keeping uh, the Yankees off the board and the Blue Jays scoring the go-ahead run in the top of the 10th inning. Rehanjin had done poorly against the Yankees before this one, a uh, 1-2, and 6-4 ERA in four starts, seven homers in 22 and third innings, and once again uh, giving up a home run against the Yankee hitter. This time was Gary Sanchez. Uh, but, you know, this shot came after Blue Jays had actually staked to a one nothing lead in the top of the second inning. So uh, Rehanjin said afterward. Uh, that cannot happen. He, you know, his team just gave him the lead. Mm. He just cannot afford to go out there in the bottom half of the same inning and give the run, give, give away the lead. So he's going to focus on, uh, you know, trying to prevent that going forward. And you know, he was asked about the significance of starting his three straight opening day games. Now, of course, he did it with the Dodgers in 2019, the Jays last year, and also this year. But he said. It's just not a game for him. He yeah. just wants to focus on teaching well for the whole season, not just the first game of the season. And I know for uh, Korean media, most of them, and uh, for most Korean fans, a little disappointment that he didn't get the W, right, uh, as far as right. the, uh, the pitching start is concerned. But I know for you personally, Blue Jays got the W on the road at Yankee Stadium, and you'll take that, right? <laughs> That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. so it's a team game, man. So. Right. <laughs> right. Okay, what about the other Korean players? Yeah, so Kim Ah Sung actually just made his uh, major league debut as a pinch hitter for the uh, San Diego Padres. Uh, he struck out swinging against the Arizona Diamondbacks, coming off the bench in the seventh inning there. So uh, his major league debut not uh, quite uh, going the way he probably wanted to. Yang Hyun Jong uh, making the taxi squad for the Texas Rangers. Uh, so this is basically a, a group of substitute players who could jump in on a short notice just in case somebody tested positive for COVID-19. So this is a new role dating back to last season. Um, so he's not on the 26-man roster proper, but he's going to be traveling with the team while, while they're on the road to play the Royals in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, hopefully he's going to get a chance to pitch in the majors pretty soon. A couple of other players on the sidelines. Trey Jimai for the Tampa Bay Rays just had the uh, arthroscopic knee surgery will be out for uh, four to five weeks. Kim Hyun coming back from his uh, back stiffness. Uh, he's building back up in his uh, team's spring training side in, in uh, Florida. So the same as Cardinals will probably probably activate him sometime this month. Well, uh, 
very upsetting for these uh, guys who haven't been able to stay healthy for the beginning of the season. Hopefully they get all recovered. Usually if you talk opening day MLB, we'll talk about the exploits of Chu Shinsu. Not anymore because he is back mm-hmm. in the KBO. KBO starts our season on Saturday. And namely, most of the media attention, once again, seems to be focused on Chu Shinsu and his new L, uh, SSG Landers. Yeah, that would be rather permitting, I guess, out in Incheon, uh, SSG Landers field. Uh, you know, they're going to open their... I guess inaugural season under the name against the Lauder Giants and then Straley, the pitcher who happens to have faced two more than any other any other pitcher currently in the KBO. Uh, so it's a pretty intriguing matchup. Chu, uh, of course, being one of the most interesting storylines to follow this year. But there are other teams in this league. Uh, you know, Tucson yeah. Bears are hosting the Kia Tigers. Samsung Lions visiting the Kiom Heroes. KT Woods versus Hanwha Eagles and Edge Twins versus the NC Dinos. Potentially a preview of the Korean series this year. So. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting opening weekend. Uh, some fans will be allowed to attend games, uh, 10% in the greater Seoul area under the uh, current social distancing guidelines and 30% capacity elsewhere. Although uh, the city of Busan now currently being under level two, yeah. just like in Seoul area, they might affect the sports, uh, sports attendance in that city too. Let's turn to golf. We've got the first major of the LPGA season uh, started late Thursday, our time in California. Paginbi uh, winning her season debut last week, so she's going to try to make mm-hmm. it two in a row. Yeah, she's entered the ANA Inspiration in Rancho Mirage, California, as one of the favorites. Uh, she won this uh, tournament back in 2013 under a different name. Uh, she's actually still playing at the moment, uh, one under through 16 holes, so about five strokes uh, off the lead, but it's only day one. Uh, you know, she climbed two spots in the world rankings after winning last week. So going from number four to number two, she's not been number one since 2018. But when she was asked about the world rankings, uh, she's more uh, focusing more on trying to end her major championship drought. Uh, she's won seven majors so far in her career. But the last one came, I guess, way back in 2015, Women's British Open. So she wants to end that drought at some point this year. She also wants to qualify for the Olympics in Tokyo. She is the defending champion in, in women's golf in the Olympics. And the top 15 players at the world rankings at the end of June will qualify with a maximum of four players per country. So right now, uh, Park Jin-bin, world number two, also the second highest Korean behind world number one, Ko Jin-young. So she's got some little bit of a distance between herself and the, the two golfers trailing her. Mm. So I think she looks good uh, in, in terms of qualifying for the Olympics. And having already won the gold earlier, she said that has lifted right. some pressure off her shoulders. Interesting. Well, good luck to her. Let's talk Caleb. This is going to be um, an interesting matchup uh, tonight because it is between Chunbuk and Suwon, and there are, of course, implications there, but also because of the intrigue of the uh, controversial signing of one of uh, Chunbuk's players. Yeah, it's going to be between Chunbuk and Suwon, Samsung Bluings, and, and Chunbuk just a few days ago controversially acquired former Suwon and FC Barcelona youth player Pek Singho. So Suwon is claiming that Pek had a deal in place to Sign with Suwon if he wanted to end his time in Europe and come back to or come back to Korea and play professionally in the K League. But Pak Sing Ho engaged in talks with Chumbuk before telling Suwon what was going on, and Chumbuk actually found out and then halted the transfer talks for a bit, trying to see if Suwon and Pak Sing Ho could work out some sort of resolution. And when that didn't happen and the transfer window deadline was approaching, Chumbuk kind of swooped in and signed him anyway. Uh, so on right now, they're threatening legal action, demanding over 1 billion won in damages from uh, Pak Sing-ho. Uh, Pak would not be available for this match, which is unfortunate, but uh, Suwon fans, I think, uh, you know, they're gonna, they've already expressed their anger with the banners hanging on the stadiums, and I think they're going to be doing the same thing this weekend. Yeah, so uh, pretty uh, 
angry fans uh, on the Suwon side and c h u n b u k looking to uh, perhaps uh, try to uh, quell that anger maybe uh, by a resounding victory, which uh, they are uh, apt to do against uh, teams like Suwon. Uh, I guess we're almost out of time. I'm a little bit um, disappointed that we're not talking about the UCLA Bruins making the Final Four. <laughs> Amazingly, as a first four team coming in at the 11th seed, uh, wonderful achievement by the UCLA Bruins. Of course, I'm just being neutral, but it is certainly in, in, sure. um, uh, you know, an in- interesting achievement nonetheless in sports, don't you think? Yeah, we'll cover them when they win the championship. <laughs> well, they're going up against Gonzaga, the number one overall seed. So uh, not a lot of hopes there. But uh, getting to the Final Four all the way, congratulations to the UCLA Bruins. And congratulations to you, Big U, for staying awake uh, throughout all of this and joining us here on uh, this morning. Hope you have a good weekend, and we'll talk to you again soon. Okay, you too. Thanks for having me. That's going to do it for our program. Coming up next is Life Abroad, hosted by Na Seung-yeon. Please stay tuned for that. We will be back on Monday for another edition of This Morning. Please enjoy your weekend and enjoy the rest of your day. This has been Henry Shin. Goodbye.